Hi everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Anthony Toma, your host, uh, along with my co-host here, Junior Binu. Uh, we have Parveen Ganchi Boji on the show today. She's an attorney and an entrepreneur. She's going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the legal side, a uh, few experiences. We all go back a long way, so we might get into a little personal uh, fun stuff. Uh, hi Parveen, thanks for joining us today. Thanks well, for having me. You're very welcome. Let's get into talking a bit about Parveen the Hustler. We got another one here, which is another woman entrepreneur. Known you for a long time, so I know you've been a busy, busy woman. So why don't we talk about some of your past and present? Okay. Well, I'm um, a licensed attorney. I'm in general practice, Mm -hmm. which means I do a little bit of everything. I also have an LA insurance, and that's in Livonia, where I sell property and casualty insurance. And I am also a real estate broker. I say, my joke is, if any one of them were that good, I wouldn't do the other two. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, right? They also kind of all tie in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they do. So you have plenty plenty of experience. And how many years ago did you start practicing law? I've been practicing law for 23 years. Wow, wow, that's big. And then is there a specific law that you go into, or is it just universal? You have hands-on a few parts of the law. Like, I know when we talked earlier, you mentioned stuff about, you know, tickets and Things. So if you want to tell us some of the cases that you take on, that'd be great. Um, actually, I'm a general practitioner. I've been doing it for years. I litigate. I do trials. I do criminal law, misdemeanors, felonies. I do commercial law, family law. And I've just been doing it for, for years. So in, in your case right now, for example, just throwing it out there, like, you know, it seems politics is changing laws like crazy right now, right? Yes. What does absolutely. that do to your job? Like all the stuff that, you know, today was a no and tomorrow's a yes. And then, you know, and then today's a, a yes and tomorrow becomes a no. Like, I mean, with ever, oh, oh, changing like that, you know, how, well, how do you keep up with it? And do you guys have the ability to fight some of it and say, no, that doesn't need to be changed. We need to keep that the way it is. My job is to advocate and litigate and fight for anything I think is right. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm up on the laws because I do continuing education and that's why I do all these different kinds of laws because they all tie in. A business is a business. Um, One example is, for example, people's two most important things, investments, are their business and their house. Mm -hmm. And those are things, unfortunately, people don't usually get an attorney for. To incorporate, you know, get operating agreements. That's something that's very important. Right. So you say people don't get attorneys for that. Well, what about the people that already have it is existing? Is there anything that you could do to help them dot the I's and cross the T's that they p- might not have done before? Like if they reached out to you to, to help them? Oh, absolutely. Um, first of all, hopefully they're incorporated. Mm-hmm. There's different kinds of incorporations from limited liability to S corporation. It just depends for mm-hmm. tax purposes. Mm-hmm. Also, operating agreements so that people don't get in fights or disagreements, how buyout works. Um, Actually, putting it down in writing is the way people stay friends. Yeah. And family stays family. Mm -hmm. It's when you think that something's going on, it's not. That's when you have the problem. And if you see someone now, before you have litigation and put that all in place, it's much cheaper and a better investment than having to get an attorney after after there's a big mess. It's it's your prenum. Yeah, there you go. Listen, I just want to be done with this and easy and easy out. So that is a big thing, people, especially in our community. We are bad at that because we take it more. Not a handshake. Yeah, the handshake and we're family and we're this. And 
it's not that. I mean, I've gone even as far, believe it or not, I'll say like grow houses that I've done with people and we've put them on a management agreement to say at the end of operating this, agreement. yeah, I'm sorry, operating agreement. If you want me to be out, it's okay. We've already made a decision. This is the numbers. Have a good day, you know? So we've done it because it's just made the, the divorce a lot easier. It actually makes sense. Doing things on a handshake just isn't the way because your perception of, of how the transaction went might not be the same as them. Because sure. I don't think people start out to be enemies or, no, you know, no. Everyone has good intentions going yeah. in, but shit happens. And and, and, and if, if everything's not documented correctly and, and talked about and put on paper and isn't black and white, then it's kind of hard to think... Like, I might have thought going in it was different than what they thought was going in and whose responsibilities were going to be who. Right. But if you document it all ahead of time, you, you've already talked about it. So it, it makes for a healthier business, too. So yep. it's, not about, it's not about the divorce. It's not about the separation. It's about, it's about the understanding and managing the business and growing the business yeah. together with, with the right understanding. Black and white. Absolutely. It's right there. There's no denying it. It's right in front of your face. What's um what's I mean, you know, some of the crazier, let's say, experiences you've had with law that you've had to go into, something that's dragged you so far. Like you took a long time to have to go through court processes because it was a big battle, but what keeps you in the fight? You know what I mean? Like when you're ready to go tackle this these situations out. Um you know, I guess I, I'm I've always liked to argue, advocate for <laughs> people. I care about my clients. And if they're right, and I feel passionate, and that's why I'm in private practice. I, you know, it's not that I want to turn anyone way, but I can pick and choose the things I believe in. Right. And you guys brought up a, a great point about, for example, grow houses. Mm -hmm. They're a really big deal, and everyone's so focused on the law of the marijuana laws yeah. that they forget the business part. You mm -hmm. have leases. Mm -hmm. You have people that in, invest in these. You have managers. Yep. You have. Uh, people that work for you as employees yeah. it's it's like any other business and mm -hmm. if you just focus on the part of just making sure it, it's legal or that you can do it in that you know city yep. then you lose the other part of the business and they're you know they're actually doing really well now it's like mm -hmm. any other business people sure. have to remember that yep yeah yep and that's a big thing have you done any applications by any chance for any of the um state apps or anything like that with the cannabis at all yeah. Actually, I don't do the applications. Okay. I focus on, on the business side of things sure. and making sure that people are successful. I mean, one of the most important things is um, marijuana, technically, I'm not going to get into yeah. it, is against federal law. Sure. Yeah. There are local ordinances. Right. And if you talk to anyone who does it well, they tell you, quote, you know, you make your donation, pay your taxes. Yeah. Run it like a business. You have your papers like a business. You have incorporated like a business. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have any problems, and those applications and people that specialize that cost a lot of money. So, mm -hmm. take care of the investment. So, for sure. question for you: It's kind of important for what's going on today, sure. but um, prosecuting people has not been as easy today as it was years ago. Is what they're saying. There, there, there's. You're more reluctant on time to be prosecuting for what? For crimes for just any you know, crime. Well, anything from theft to I mean, okay. even 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 like what well, what happened from last year till now. Like we've seen, like there was inmates that were let out earlier than they should have been. Um, you know, there was people that were let go because of things. We're talking to the police officers these days. They're saying it's harder for them to make arrests. So if there it's harder for them to make arrests, how is it easier for you guys to help prosecute against that right now? Actually, actually, they pr they prosecute all the time. I, I have 
kids from Oakland County with felony firearms. Yeah. Because they're carrying a gun. They may have a CCW, but they may have marijuana in the car. We just got a new prosecuting attorney, Karen McDonald. Yep. That that seems to be we had more her on the fair. Show. Okay. Yeah. I like Karen. And um, Jessica Cooper, you know, had, I, I guess we were talking about she had the, like, super drunk and all that stuff. They're still prosecuting people. It's not an easier. They're just making it easier for people to get over humps. Like, we're getting clean slate laws mm -hmm. or okay. bad night laws. What that means is people that had more than one felony now and a, a couple misdemeanors can get off those things. They can get them expunged. And mm -hmm. there's, there's a wider array of people that can do that now. So if you can have, you know three felonies or two felonies and four misdemeanors not follow you anymore, it's off it. And yeah. I think it's 2022. You can even, under certain circumstances, have your first operating well impaired. It's expunged. And this doesn't happen on purpose. That's what you hire an attorney for. Right. Prosecuting is just signing a warrant. Mm -hmm. And actually, I've, I've found, not overall, but a lot of the officers have went kind of rogue just because of the way things are. You know what I mean? We'll explain that, being the officers going rogue. Um, I had two two kids in a car, routine traffic stop, not kids. They're mm -hmm. they're probably, you know, 24, 19 years old. Okay. There was a gun in the car. It wasn't out. And the cops stopped him on a routine traffic stop. Next thing you know, you know, watch the dash cam. They ripped these kids out of the car. And they're charged with felony firearm possession with intent, and each felony firearm is three years. Mm -hmm. And they don't—they mm -hmm. run them one after each other. Oh shit! So they're looking at six years in jail. So. So, but were they not CPL holders, or they were? Was it an illegal firearm? The problem is, you can have a CCW if you have marijuana in the car. The law's not clear. How much marijuana? You know what? It doesn't actually. Yeah, if no... they put it, it, it doesn't really matter. If they think it's with intent, for example, they see baggies or they think see oh. a situation where they think that it's possession with intent. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if to you have a To deliver or yeah. to sell. Yeah, that, that's felony firearm. It's, it doesn't matter if you have a CCW mm -hmm. or not. So what if you have a CCW and you have a, like a personal use? Like a joint in the car and you're yeah. driving with it and they pull yeah. you? You're still OUI. This, them. this is the thing. Everyone wants to smoke the marijuana, take the gun in the car, and to be honest with you, that's not the thing to do. No. We have zero tolerance. So, so right, zero which tolerance. Which you're talking about, which means operating while impaired. If a policeman stops you and says, mm -hmm. hey, are you on any medication? You say, yeah, I took my Adderall, I took my Xanax. If they subjectively think that that affected your driving, mm -hmm. you get what's called a drunk driving ticket, oh, zero yeah. tolerance. And they're subjective. They're wow. a big deal. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's what you talked about, not so much the prosecuting, but the clean slate laws that right. let more people get rid of multiple felonies that are a wider array of felonies than before to expunge. It's, it's basically allowing people to expunge more things. Sure, sure. Are, are you um, taking any of those cases for people to expunge things for them? Like I know like some of my guys right now are trying to get stuff with licensing and whatever way it goes, if they have, like you said, like if they had a joint that they were pulled over for and, you know, when they were 18 and they're now 40 and it still shows up on there, I mean, technically that can be expunged, right? Isn't it always going to show up, though? Not really. I mean, we actually get your fingerprints back. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, no one can technically get rid of a police report, but expunge means expunge for all purposes. Mm. So, you know, I mean, if they're telling you they want you to have a clean slate, they got to be fair. It's a clean yeah. slate. Exactly. So, so that's the thing is, um, 
technicalities can can win a lot too. Besides that, like small little thing is I got caught with a gun at 18 years old in Detroit, and mm -hmm. I got off of it. And the technicality that we're beat because of the attorneys that we had, my buddy and I, both of us had them on, was um, the officer that that uh, arrested us wasn't was a cadet, wasn't sworn in yet as a full officer or something like in that regard. This is when we're 18, I'm 46 now, but something like that. And we got all of our fingerprints back and everything. There was no charges brought against us and all that all dropped. So. See, but that that's scary yeah. mm -hmm. to be in that situation. It was, it was hell for two years. Yeah, and, and yeah. what if that technicality wasn't there? People yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. They're called one, we, we have exceptions for like one or a couple bad night laws. People yeah. make mistakes. You yeah. don't deserve that to carry with you. And then there's people, you know, before the laws change, that do have um, marijuana possession. And that's on your driving record. And that, that abstracts everywhere now. It goes to different, you know, if you, you move out of state and everything, it's important to get those things off. People, you know, yeah. if they want to get their CCW or whatever. I'm not just saying this because I'm a lawyer, but... Anyone, I, I take a lawyer, even if I have a traffic ticket. It's always worth it. Yeah, and it's, you were it's talking. It's worth about it to look into that. Tell us about that. You were talking about something that earlier that we, that we were mentioned, but what what's the importance of traffic tickets? I mean, so many people get pulled over, you get impeding, you get seat belted, et cetera, et cetera. But what's so important about it that you want to clear them or have somebody hired in to help you with that? That's a good question. Well, Michigan has the highest insurance rates in the nation yep. and insurance rates tickets different than the state of Michigan. Okay. So for example, a zero point ticket that you get mm -hmm. carries insurance pay rates and they can go as far as seven years back and it can cost you 20, 30% increase a year. So if you just get a speeding ticket, a disobeying a traffic light, driving mm -hmm. while texting, if you hire a lawyer, one, it saves you time. You don't miss work. We go on your behalf. Mm -hmm. When we go, we talk to a prosecutor. If you go, you talk to the officer. Sure. And honestly, that doesn't usually work out very well. Mm -hmm. I've watched mm -hmm. it happen. You, and it's you. worth the investment because that ticket, they're going to put insurance points on it. And if we can get you something that doesn't even abstract, honestly, you can piggyback off that because they don't know about the first one. And these aren't, these aren't tricks. These are you know things yeah. that they allow you to do, and mm -hmm. they're worth it. Yeah. So what, where, where, where are you based out of? Where's Boji Law at? I actually go mostly to Wayne in Oakland. Okay. I go to the district courts a lot in Oakland. I go to 48th. I go to 40, 48th is uh, Birmingham, West Bloomfield, Bloomfield Hills. Mm -hmm. I go to Pontiac. But if you're gonna, if you have a traffic ticket in Oakland County, I go to all the district court. It's just worth it. Yeah. I mean, even a zero point ticket has two insurance points. And it'll drop off your Michigan driver's license in two years, but insurance is going to go back seven. Yeah. So that, that, that kills your rates. I mean, anything, as you switch over, it doesn't matter how good your record was. Well, yeah. Hiring a lawyer is way cheaper yeah. than your yeah. increased insurance Short -term rates, and honestly. Long -term. Yeah, so, really so is. So why, why is Michigan such a high insurance rate or the highest rated Why is it the most the expensive in the country? Yeah, why are they the most expensive? We, don't, well, we, I, we can't have the highest theft on cars and stuff. Let's be That's, you know that's not what it is, honestly. It's what because it? we have what it's Seasons. called. It, it's very confusing. It's called no-fault insurance, <sighs> meaning that if you get an accident, mm -hmm. regardless of, of whose fault it is, your insurance is going to pay for your medical care. If you have collision coverage, they're going to fix your car, not mm -hmm. the other driver. Mm -hmm. They take care of everything. Is that going away? I I kind of hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's getting a little bit easier, and you can yeah. pick more of your coverages. But 
I mean, the way we have it now, there's people that come in and their insurance costs more than their car payment. Right. Yeah, it's insane. So who, it's insane. What was the treasurer's name uh, uh, from Oakland County who got into his accident? He passed away recently. Uh, the guy was just... Al Brooks? Al Brooks. Al he was fighting something about that no fault because when he got into his car accident, the guy didn't have insurance or something, and he was trying to fight the whole no fault thing about it with Michigan. Here, here's, here's the catch-22. If you don't have insurance on your car, you don't fall under no fault. So therefore, if you hit me and I have insurance and you don't, I get to sue you personally. Mm. I get to go after your money. Oh, I can garnish your wages. I'm going to chase you for the rest of your life. Yeah, but shit, with the, if they couldn't even afford the insurance, let alone trying to collect from them, they give us 30 bucks a month for 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. It's a catch-22. Yeah, I mean, I see people, actually during COVID, the Secretary of State, believe it or not, was giving out tags without insurance, which is a cocktail for disaster. And now everyone's running in. Why were they doing that? Insurance. I don't know. I was sitting, I have an LA insurance. I was sitting there That's one so day. So ass backwards. It is. It is because you, you have to have it. It's ridiculous. Second, when you get pulled over, they ask you for those two things, driver's license and insurance. That's the first thing that the guy was it you. Was it an administrative thing where they couldn't mail it in to get that because it was all done by mail right i think there were covid restrictions but if you look at if you really look hard at these covid restrictions mm -hmm. yeah they're, they're they're not real clear i mean i'll no. tell you right now even if you didn't have to have it to get your your license insured if you hit someone and you didn't have insurance yeah. it, it's gonna it's gonna count yeah, so that's another thing with these covid things it's like people that you know are putting their mortgage on the back end or you know they're not getting kicked out of their rental property. Yeah, we're looking at a cocktail for disaster. It's not like they're going to make any more money later on. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's going to affect everything. So how yeah. does how does Parveen find time to do anything else? You got LA insurance. You got all these you know cases and stuff you've been doing with, with realty. Yeah, realty that you've got going on. Plus you got a, a son who plays football, right? Yeah. And then plus you got Boge. So mm -hmm. the, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got and the, the kids you know, a black belt. So you know, oh no, tough. shit. Yeah. Good, good, good. I know who to call. So so <laughs> um, so how do you find time? And what's some of the things that keep you driven to just wake up every day and go, okay, here's my why I'm getting up, and this is what I'm gonna do. Um, I think I was raised much like like you guys were yeah. with with a big work ethic. My yeah. my dad was a, a refugee from another country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my grandma, little Italian grandma, worked at a glass factory. They just raised us to work and to make them proud. Okay. And what drives me is, is my passion is being a lawyer. Yeah. People can help you manage your other business. If you follow your passion, you're always going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But then you have to have something else to rely on. Right. So to me, my business is like an investment or buying real estate. But I really focus on law. But they all tie in. So there's no nothing wrong with knowing the insurance laws when you know in being an agent when i'm also a lawyer it actually yeah. benefits or being a real estate broker knowing about real estate mm -hmm. you know being part of you know north oakland border realtors it all ties in but my passion is being a lawyer and advocating for for people and making sure that things are done right because people work hard for stuff yeah, they do. and it, it's not common sense you guys know a lot more than a lot of the general public, and a lot of this isn't common sense, like that technicality when you were 18 mm -hmm. or someone who doesn't know that they can maybe, you know, follow get their passion it. and get out of it. And yeah, it if they somebody. want to get a CCW or yeah. get licensed to do something yeah. they couldn't, yeah. it's important that people know these things and that means something to me. So, yeah. Yeah. And especially with keeping your name clear, there's so many opportunities that you get as, as um, you grow older to do things that require that. 
And I would have been burned had I not gotten a good attorney to help me out and get me off of that. And don't get me wrong, I haven't played that part since I was a kid to do illegit stuff like that, you know. But again, it's just it was good to uh, to have people make mistakes. Yeah, that's what it was. I was 18 years old, not right. you know going to Detroit. So no, people do they make mistakes. So you've been part of our community for ever since you were 15, 14, 7, 16, whatever the years were. We we. Absolutely. We kind of all grew up together. We were all best friends, um, and then you married into the community, and That's now you're right. part of the, you're part of the old Kelly community. So you understand our people. So if someone wanted to hire you, they wouldn't have to explain the whole Chaldean dynamic. You'd already you'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> I knew that before you were born, buddy. <laughs> absolutely, my my husband laughs. And he says, you're way more ethnic than I am. (laughs) So I think being, you know, just knowing Chaldeans my whole life, being close to them is because I grew up the same way. Hardworking, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing comes for free. You got to go home, look your parents in the face. You know what I mean? You and you don't get anything for free. You know, you respect your parents and Mm -hmm. take care of them. And, uh, you know, wonderful values, the same values I grew up with. I think that anyone can understand that. And I also have a, a secretary that's Chaldean that actually speaks Chaldean. Oh, yeah. And I speak a very mm-hmm. little bit of Arabic in Chaldean. Sudeth. We speak Sudeth. Chaldean is what Sudeth. we are. Okay. They, oh, there you go. See? See, I don't know. It's okay. All I know Sudeth. is Mahami, yeah. Pada, and Flus. I'm just so, so that's the good three <laughs> so things. Pada and Flus are the yeah. same. Pada Flus is Arabic <laughs> yeah. and Sudeth. Arabic, yeah. but, the, but the Mahami, yeah, you got to know that. Yeah, yeah, there is different dialects because yeah. I did have an, an office that happened to be in East Dearborn. Mm-hmm. And the dialects are different. different Arabic. So yep. Yep. Yes, Arabic. I try to accommodate all different kind of people. Very cool. Good, good. And Good. it's you guys are a hardworking community of force. You're you part know, of it. All over the place and mm-hmm. I'm I'm proud to be part of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I put myself there, so I'm there by choice. So Yeah, yeah it's okay. Sure. You, yeah, exactly. You, you grew <laughs> what about it? you guys? Yeah. I chose. Uh, <laughs> we we chose to stick with it. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes, we had we chances. We had outs, but we stuck with it. Yes we did. Yes, of course. Well thanks for coming by and sharing your services and offering your services to the community. Thanks for joining the community. Yes. Uh, it's good God to have bless, known you too uh, for over 20 between yeah. him and I we probably got 40 years of knowing you easily that speaks volumes too yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. I knew you since I've I was a kid I've known you guys all my life yeah, yeah. proud yep. of you yep. thank you we're proud of you too because you just represent women and entrepreneurs which is a great yeah. thing yeah cool I have a question for you and I kind of asked this I guess because she's been around so long sure since it's not what does it mean to you to be Chaldean because you are part of the Chaldean community would you let the viewers know how you feel about the Catholic community being a part of it. It, it. It's really a community. I mean, in this area of COVID and Zoom calls and everything, these are people that'll surround you and everybody knows somebody. Mm-hmm. And if they say they're going to help you, they're willing to. And all you have to do is ask. They're entrepreneurs, they're business people, they're passionate, and they're wonderful. If you want to be part of the community and you have something to offer, they're there for you. Thank you. I, honestly, it, it's 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 the worth ethic. It's the passion. It's how that you you guys were raised. It's 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 very important. Thank you. We appreciate. It speaks that. volumes, you. you know, because when you sometimes when you go out of Michigan, people don't know what Chaldean is. Yeah. Oh, that's for and sure. You know what? It, it it's a big deal. 
Cool. Yeah, that's why cool. we're keeping up with the Chaldeans, right? Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> so if you guys are looking for a lawyer and uh, you see a white 2022 uh, 2021 2021 Corvette flying around with uh, red interior, that's Parveen. Wave her down. She'll uh, help you out. She'll probably be flying by you without because she knows how to get out of tickets. Uh, I don't she, speed it again. She can get you out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'll get you out of it, too, so. I'd be happy to help anyone. Good. So make sure you guys look her up, Boji Law. We've got all her numbers posted up over here if you need any type that of insurance. That one's easy, the 313. That's yep. old yep. school. Yes. Yep. <laughs> if you guys need any type of insurance and if you're looking for any type of realty, too, as well, she can give you a hand, which probably makes it easier. It's a combined package all in one. So it's great to have you. It was awesome seeing you. Um, it sucks that we get older and don't get to see each other all of us as much, right? But it's good to see you because under these conditions, this was good and positive. Yep. So, Absolutely. Yep. So make sure you guys support her. And if you guys go to our uh, YouTube page and make sure you hit like on the button below and subscribe to our channel, it'll be great. And you can catch her interview and many others on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and many other platforms. It was great to have you, Parveen. Anthony and I, we're signing off and thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Cool.